welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. Today's podcast is brought to you by PhenomsFF.com. Join a season-long fantasy football league for money at PhenomsFF.com. Higher payouts, more league variety, and better customer service. So go to PhenomsFF.com today to start a league. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hello. And Mike Yozimovich. Hi. And here we are for the second day in a row with our second podcast this week about Dynasty Startups. Uh, you know, you guys are really enjoying the podcast. We are really appreciating all the feedback on there. Uh, really appreciate you guys getting on Facebook and liking us, Dynasty Nerds on Facebook. Really, really appreciate you guys getting on iTunes and just give us a ranking. Whatever you think we deserve on iTunes, it helps us. helps us stay on top of the iTunes charts and reach more audiences, which it does on a weekly basis, and we thank you guys for that. But, Thanks. you know, if you guys get out there and help us out, all we ask is a little like on Facebook, click a little button, a little five-star rating on iTunes. It all goes to a good cause by helping us help you. Thanks. <laughs> and by that, let's pick up where we left off last week. Uh, last week, we really got in-depth about the first couple rounds, and we got in depth about quarterbacks. So let's let's talk about you know the first couple you know the first rounds of the dynasty leagues startups. I mean those are the easy rounds. You know everybody knows to take the the big name guys. It's a later rounds approach. Um, one of my approaches is I like to load up on. And there's not a lot, but it's nice to like. I like in the mid to late rounds to start grab, grabbing some of those young running backs. I like the approach of taking, you grab those nice elite young receivers early, and then you come back and take a lot of those younger backs. They're going to slip because they're rookies, and most people are going to be taking the Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoys, where we did a startup last year, and I got the Eddie Lacy, Le'Veon Bell, Andre Ellington, Jock Bells, you know. And this year, you can do the same thing. You can come away with the, the Carlos Hydes, the Terrence West. The Devontae Freemans, uh, running backs like that, and even later, and then you can still get away with like guys like to offset that, like the Fred Jacksons or the the older guys, Frank Gore, yeah, uh, Frank Gore, somewhere like that. I mean, it's a good strategy, and and there is some risk involved, obviously, because you're you know you're you're banking on some young guys to produce, but as long as you do your homework and you know you're confident in that in those guys that you're picking, I mean, it's a good strategy. And it's something we talked about last week. If you do that, you can go away every year in the rookie draft attacking running back because you have that opportunity to to do that. And you said you made a, you made an excellent point last year, uh, last week, Matt, about and I've been using a lot about the two to three year window for just about everybody. Anyway, I think I used that like four times last week talking uh, dynasty football. Excellent with some point. People. Was, oh, oh, from off of Matt? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's right. I've been using that all all week. It's, yeah, it's going to be forever in my lingo now. It's the best like, thing you've ever said. It's going to be a dollar per, <laughs> yeah. per use now, guys. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll be selling our two to three year window t-shirts on DynastyNerds.com. Make sure you get on DynastyNerds.com. Not only for your rankings, but our soon to come t-shirts. Hashtag it on Twitter. Yeah, two to three year window. window right. Two dash three window year window. Whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever. It's <laughs> okay. a good slogan. But it's yeah, not trending. It's uh. Let me check my phone. It's not trending. Uh, and but yeah, it's a, I mean, again, I mean, with such a short, short shelf life, <laughs> Sally sells sure, 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 sure. seashells. With such a short shelf life, say that fast five times. And again, I mean, I'd rather invest. You should invest again. I said you guys, you got to get one of those top tight ends. Uh, you can wait on quarterbacks. We explained why you can wait on quarterbacks last week too, which leaves us with now. 
there's good value there. You know, an Eddie Lacy, um, a Monty Ball, a Jamal Charles, even a LaShawn McCoy. Again, we but we talked about that last week. You know, if LaShawn McCoy's center at six or seven, yeah, you take him. Right. You got to get impact players up there early. But yes. if in the in the instance that you know perhaps you don't get a, a running back or an impact running back early, this is a good strategy to go with. Yeah, and it's again, I mean, something you could build that core of receivers and live off of that for a very long time and replace your quarterbacks as needed and take the you know running backs consistently in your rookie drafts. And at the same time, you know, you get that one tight end early. You don't have to worry about it till later. You get a good value pick later down the road, like a Travis Kelsey who's moving up the boards now. But again, even rookie drafts, tight ends usually slip. You, you know, Austin Severin Jenkins, second round pick this year, could be a really good value pick. You know, there's always that one tight end that goes high. But even Tyler Eifert last year went with the last pick in our rookie draft. So again, it's, it, Matt made that really good point the two to three year window. It's these, for a startup league, you shouldn't overemphasize early and any of the backs that are even in their prime. Really, because, I mean, in their prime, yeah, but any older backs should be off your board pretty much until later if they're available. But get the younger guys early and then capitalize on those backs later. Because, again, those guys like Terrence West aren't going to go ahead of guys that are better well-known in most leagues, and Devontae Freeman's. And you can get them in the ninth round, the eighth round, the tenth round, right around there. In the meantime, you're loading up your roster with nice young receivers. You know, you're getting Corderell Patterson's. You're getting Michael Crabtree's. You're getting Justin Hunter's. You're getting uh, Julio Jones. You're getting you know guys like that, guys that will make a difference. And I know I'm, you know Corderell Patterson, Justin Hunter, they're not proven yet, but again, those are guys with high upside that you're going to go in right around the seventh round. Uh, obviously, Corderell Patterson is going to go significantly higher, but even guys that are even a higher impact than that. So load up on receiver, take the running backs later. It's a, it's an approach that I take. I mean, it, it's not it's not a bad approach. I don't I don't like to pigeonhole myself again. Going back to last week, to, to you know, to certain positions and certain spots, you kind of do have to let the draft come to you. But say you you know, like I said before, like you you do miss on on running backs early. It is a, it it's a great place to start picking up guys. You know, run young running backs in the middle rounds, and even even filling out with some young wide receivers as well. Yeah, and then, and that's a place too. Like at the very end of the draft. I love, that's where I love to take, like, like the risk running, you know, like an Alfred Blue. Like, at the very end, because, you know, those guys almost go undrafted in, you know, in most, in most like, startup leagues. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a good, that's a good, like, if you're going to take a risk, don't take a risk on a guy that's going to be out of the league, you know, in a couple of years. Or might you already anything. know they've already tapped out their ceilings. Yeah. So right, you don't well, want guys that are way past their prime, right. just who, on name value alone. And who you're pretty much not going to start anyway. And if you have to start them, you're in trouble anyways. Uh... I'm trying to think of a good like I'm trying to think of like a good example of somebody like that. I, and I want to say Greg Jennings, but you know, he's somebody I've kind of been a little happier with, but at the same time somebody like that and he'll likely be gone. But yeah, I mean take somebody that you can sit on your roster for a little bit and ride out like these young running backs. And I'm sure there'll be some young receivers out there as well, but I mean running backs, I mean again, you know, they go quick. They don't last long. They don't, man. There's there's not as many elite, you know, young guys as you would think. Right. Um. In terms of like running backs, like where would you guys put like Lashawn McCoy in your overall? Have you guys uh, like six? 
I think we talked about it last week. Did we, we talk about yeah, LeSean? We, we kind of pumped. We uh, we kind of pumped out a few. Oh, that's picks right. There. Yeah, we did. We yeah. went all I, wide I receiver. Then we went that's Jimmy right. Graham right, right after that. Yeah. So it was like LeSean was six, Jimmy Graham like seven. No, I I picked LeSean like third. I, I yeah, no, you took him like second. Dude. Yeah, I, I like LeSean. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Like I yeah. Okay, I'm let's get into running backs a little bit more. Like okay, what do the running backs have first round grades? Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. Right. Eddie Lacy. Eddie, Eddie Lacy. You yeah. know, he's got youth, and, you know, he, he definitely showed well last year. Okay. And, I mean, maybe Monty Ball? Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Uh, I, w- I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. So let's go into, if we're going to specialize about running backs here, because it's a big question. Like, second-round grade running backs, who do you have in the second-round grade area? Monty Ball, for sure. Monty Ball, I would Le'Veon go. Bell? Uh, yeah, I would, I I would say, like, late. Four. Forte and and Demarco Murray type of guys are, are second round. Demarco startup. Murray second round. Forte I can see second round. Gio Bernard. I would go Gio Bernard. Right. I would yeah. go Gio Bernard over uh, Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, for, yeah I would me too. too. Yeah for sure. Yeah high second round too for Levy. I mean Gio he'd be one of those people that could sneak into the first and wouldn't I wouldn't be like oh that's a bad pick. Right. So yeah Gio would be up there as well. Um, for so so next. first round grades only because I, I'm asking because I'm doing like. I think we were talking about this last week. I'm doing a dynasty startup draft here. It'll be my first one in a long time for like a full draft, you yeah. know? And, uh, yeah. So first round grades, we're looking at McCoy, Charles and Eddie Lacy then. Right. That's it. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have those other five receivers. So that puts those at eight. Jimmy Graham is nine. Uh, I don't know who else would fill out after that receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, then we got to talk about other guys. I mean, they're not first. Yeah, so we have to. See, I guess you have to let it play out because it's kind of hard to. Yeah. Say. And that's why I said Monty Ball. Like, would you take Keenan Allen over Monty Ball? That one's actually really close. Yeah. I would, I, but you know, I mean, that's what you're looking at. Like, yeah, like, like, like yeah, Keenan yeah. Allen is to me is a high second round grade for me. But no, so we have our he, eight guys. I would probably take Keenan Allen only because I already know what I'm getting out of Keenan Allen. He was sweet last year. Would you take Randall Cobb ahead, which we saw go in the first round? Would you take Randall Cobb over Moneyball? No. no. Would you take any? We already talked about the quarterbacks. Um, yeah. So again, I mean, you know, I get like you know the Jordy Nelson's a high second round pick too. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you got to kind of tend to. It's easy to say like, oh, second round grade, but it's like after we get past those highlighted guys, where do we go? Right. Uh, and the value is only what someone's gonna pay for it, or whatever the case may be. You could be in a league that where people don't. Not not everyone exactly knows what values are so guys yeah. go come and go way before or way you know after they're supposed and, to go and i'll put an emphasis on saying that you know most of the stuff we are going to be always talking about is just a ppr league standard quarterback two up two running backs through our receivers tight end kicker defense that's what we'll generally always be talking about obviously if you run a league with specific rules like a 2qb league uh a standard league obviously all this changes. tight end premium league tight end premium leagues right. you know gronk's going in the first round jimmy's going in the first round julius thomas go late first uh so now let's talk about so but in the fourth round area you get to guys and here's what i noticed too in my redraft that i did this week as well after you get past these first couple of group of running backs, there's a huge with these running back by committees. I went like in my redraft. I took Monty Ball and Eddie Lacy, both two young backs in my redraft, and it was amazing. Like after that, like how like unhappy you were with with like all these other running backs. I mean, and we and so and that's why I said you might as well just wait till later because I'm just as happy as getting Devontae Freeman and Terrence West as I'm getting guys like they're going higher like C.J. Spiller, Ryan Matthews. Uh, Rashad Jennings. Um, you know, obviously Frank Gore is older, 
but you know, like a Toby Gerhardt. Like I'm just as happy getting Devontae Freeman as one of those guys who are all going to go away ahead of it. You know, right, right, right. So, Devontae Freeman's going way later than any of those guys. So let's mentioned. say you should try and at least get one quality back early. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm all for you know best player available. If 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 a guy's staring you in the face, don't go wide or don't go wide receiver just to build up you know long term wide receiver success. I mean, you, you, if if Jamal Charles is staring you at the face. Take them. six or seven, yeah, yeah you got to grab. The yeah. wor- it's the worst case. It's the worst way to build a bad team is force yourself by passing up a guy you have ranked twelve spots higher, which is a full round, just because you're like, oh man, I need a running back. Right, I'm taking him. And then meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile you passed on Justin Hunter for, you know, Rashad Jennings, and long term you're kicking yourself in the butt. And you're like, oh, well, I needed a running back. Well, guess what? Now you still need a running back, and now you need a receiver. Right. right? So, I mean, that's, yeah, again, we said let the draft come to us. It's a big thing, and we'll say it over and over again, not to pigeonhole yourself. Don't go in there and, you know, you kind of have an idea how you run your, run your team, but as you draft, you're going to see where your needs are. You're going to see where, you're, you're, where, where everything lies, and that top 200 list that we have on our, on our website will be there to kind of guide you through it and say, all right, well, I need a running back, and at 188, he has him, this running back, and at 192, he has this receiver. Well, I need a receiver. That's a big difference being off just a couple spots. So, and that's why it's good to have a top 200 list, something like that, that kind of guides you through. And obviously, it's good if you do your own two top 200 list. If you actually put in the time and come out with something like that, it's just way easier to go down that list than it is to kind of start pigeonholing yourself. And you see what people do all the time. You'll see in your redraft leagues, like, oh man, I need a running back. I need a running back. And there's you got reach for somebody terrible. Yeah, and there's like a Michael Crabtree out there, but you're taking somebody terrible just because you need her. And, you, and it gets in your head so quickly, like, oh, I need a running back. Man, I haven't taken a running back forever. I've only got two running backs. Don't, don't. I mean, people are yelling at me because I didn't take a quarterback forever. It just worked out because I valued somebody else way better. And I ended up like in a league with Ben, ben Roethlisberger and Carson Palmer. And it's like, well, me personally, I mean, if I had Andy Dalton or – even some, I mean, obviously Nick Foles is way better, but the difference for me isn't that great where I'm not going to worry about it. So it's kind of, yeah, at the same time, it's like, don't, don't do that to yourself. You're going to build a bad team. Right. Getting, getting back to what you said, I, I used to, when I was drafting like years ago, I would draft off of sheets. Obviously I would either make them myself or I would download them off something that would have, you know, top 20 quarterbacks, top 30 running backs, top. And that's, if you draft, draft off of sheets like that, you're going to, you're going to be off in your value. You have to do an overall top 200 that mixes everybody, and that way you're not you're not reaching for guys. I mean, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. Back to exactly what you were saying. I was just trying to, I guess, lay it out there a little bit different. No, no. I, I mean, it's it's good that you said because you're exactly right. Is yeah, when you have those kind of lists, it's easy to get thrown off because right. you're crossing off, you know, running backs, and you see all those slash marks on there, and you're like, oh, wow. The, the next best running back might be, you know five guys later you know like then there might be five guys ahead of him on an overall list that you're missing out on Absolutely. just because you're trying to fill a need and that's it's a crappy way to do it and and definitely when the real value in dynasty leagues is good talented receivers right because that's where the longevity is again we said it before on your dynasty team is to have a position it's a dynasty league it's forever to have some a position filled out like an aaron Rodgers, an andrew luck uh an AJ Green, who's not, that's why he's number one in my book, then not to worry about it for a long time. You get that roster spots filled out, and it's just, you coast, man. And right. You, you, you can get better in other areas. 
And that's how you build a good, strong dynasty is when you have guys like that in position that allow you not to, because you see the same thing in rookie drafts. People are reaching just because uh-huh. they desperately need a running back. So they'll take a guy like Bishop Sankey instead of a guy, instead of Brandon Cooks or Janet Jordan Matthews, because they have to, because they have no choice, because they have no running backs. And that's how, and, and we've always said, but on rookie drafts, always best, player available, draft, always best available player. And, and that, and so not only that, not only did you create a hole for yourself in from drafted originally like that, which pigeonholes you in your rookie draft, but you're up against it again in your rookie draft because you're pigeonholed again where you're not taking the best player available because you didn't take the best player available in your original, your original draft. And now you're taking like a Bishop Sankey ahead of Brandon Cooks, which is a bad move because. Not only is it the best play probably altogether, but and the long term play is taking a guy like that. Now you're stuck with a guy like you know Bishop Sankey over Brandon Cooks or Jordan Matthews. And there's no saying that maybe Bishop Sankey will turn out to be a LaShawn McCoy. Maybe it's possible, and maybe Brandon Cooks will be a bust. But the odds are, you know, and that's how, again it's a, you're gambling. It, you got to put you got to take the best odds. You got to put yourself in the best position to win, and that is taking best player available. It's the simplest way to do it. I mean, if you if you go to a store and you're going to buy lottery tickets and this lottery ticket costs five bucks and that lottery ticket costs five bucks. And this guy's like, Hey man, you have a 58% chance to win this lottery ticket and you have a 13% chance to win this lottery ticket. What ticket are you going to buy? The better off. Obviously. It's a redundant. So yeah, I mean, definitely not redundant. No, it's not. Rhetorical. You're uh, so smart. But that, I mean, that's the way, I mean, that, that's kind of a good way to go about it and look at it. You know, I mean, put yourself in the best position to win. This is a dynasty league. You're in it for the long haul. You want to win every year. And the way you do that is taking best player available. You know where I like to take the best player available at and do my leagues at sometimes? Hmm. Where's that? Phenomsff.com. Yeah, I've heard about this site. It's our sponsor. Yeah. I hope you heard about them. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's a great site, guys. It's a site, uh, you know, where you start up your dynasty leagues. They run dynasty leagues. And, you know, Mike, he's on there. He's never folded a league. It's a good place to run your leagues. If you can't fill out your leagues, you can get on there with seven guys, eight guys. If you just want to join a league, if you want to try out a new QB league, get on there. If you want to test out a two QB flex league to see if you like it before you start a dynasty league, get on there and join a flex league. They have all different kind of buy-ins, $50, $100, $200, any kind of lineup you want. If you can find it on MFL, you can find it on phenomsff.com. Right, and it's just like public leagues and stuff like that, right? Absolutely. Highest payouts out on, on the web. Uh, you know, a five hundred dollar league pays out ninety three to ninety five percent of the buy in. Uh, everything's guaranteed. Great customer service by Mike, the owner of Phenoms. He responds to all your emails very quickly and always there to help fix things. And he always makes sure everything's fair for everybody. You know, the rookie drafts on there they're they're not determined by order. They're you know prospected rankings as well. So it makes sure that you don't try and tank. And you got to put a deposit on your dynasty leagues for the following year, which is great because ensures that you keep your teams competitive. Because at the end. They'll sell your team, and whatever it sells for is what you get your deposit back. So you have a good team; it's going to sell for the full hundred dollars, and you're going to get your hundred dollar deposit back. Uh, you know, so don't don't waste your. You know, if you're tired of you know you're in a position where dynasty leagues you keep getting in, they keep folding because people's team sucks, so they bounce. Get on phenomsff.com, and you won't have to worry about that anymore. So check it out, phenomsff.com, p-h-e-n-o-m-s-f-f.com, and start your league today. So there you have it. There you have it. And so going on with uh, the rookies in this later part of the draft. Again, it's kind of hard to like for us to even get into details about it, but name a couple guys that you like that you think you can get late that you really, really like. 
Um, I mean, for example, I mean, I I think you can definitely target obviously rookie wide receivers late in in these startup drafts. They should be going later. A lot, a lot of people devalue them due to the fact that they they take a little bit longer to develop. Some I, I look. I don't think Sammy would. No, no, yeah, Sammy and Mike. But Evans like second are, round, like Dante Moncrief. Right. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You're talking redraft leagues. Or are you no. talking dynasty? Oh, dynasty startup. Dynasty. Well, no, I I missed the first part of your question. I apologize. Dynasty um, startup. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, mean, I think it, it, towards the end, like I I would target like some of the rookies that I think that could stand out. You know, and that's what I'm talking so about. Guy... weren't paying attention because that's exactly what Matt just said. He said rookie wide receiver, so I just said rookies in general. Okay, that's a good uh, way to put it. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, if you think about, yeah, it's a guy like Dante Moncrief, and most people, he's not going anywhere. That's something get, guy get really late, and that's who we talked about yesterday, who's looking really good. Um, Devontae Adams might go a little bit higher, but yeah, Cody Lattimore, Cody Dante Lattimore, Moncrief. Yeah. Yep. Uh, those are guys that you can get really late in your startup. They're going to pay huge dividends on the road, and you've already built your starting lineup, so those are guys you can kind of sit down there and develop. So again, if you're going to take a risk, I mean, again, we talked about a good balance of older guys and younger guys. This is where we're talking about the younger guy kind of balance, where you want to get guys that you can actually sit on for a couple of years and not worry about them and have the patience to sit on those kind Martavius of guys. Martavius Bryant. Martavius Bryant. That's another one. I mean, he's probably, he might even go like, undrafted in some leagues. He's somebody you probably get really late. I mean, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I mean, you can get him late. Uh, John Brown's probably not getting drafted too early in a startup draft. Another guy I've been big on yeah. since the combine. I've been talking about John Brown. Mm-hmm. You have. And, uh, I mean, there's even some prize, like there's some second guys out there, you know, second year guys out there that haven't really hit where they're supposed to go yet. You know, again, like we talked about, like Justin Hunter, you know, Keenan Allen's there, so you can't put him up there. Right. Uh, who else did I take? I'm trying to think. So there's somebody else. There's a couple other people, you know, but like second year receivers that are about to come on strong because that's where you get you gotta get those guys right before they get big. Exactly. You know what you can do? This goes back to my one point. I was thinking about this in my league. Because we do have two IR spots. If you're in a startup league, dude, what if you draft Marvin Jones, throw him on the IR spot? No one else is going to take him because he's hurt. You throw him on your your IR spot, and then you have a free spot open up to take somebody agency? else. Like, you could take him with your last pick, probably. I mean, who's going to take Marvin Jones right well, now? The, and those are well, those are those good guys like Marvin Jones to take anyway because he's hurt, and people just automatically think, "Ah, oh, he's hurt. I'm not taking him." Yeah, they a cross redraft him mentality. Off. Right, but then you take them, and then next year, I mean, I did that in our redraft league last year. I took Le'Veon Bell because he was out for the first six games, and now look at—I mean, look where I sit with him now because he was hurt. I took Michael Crabtree; he slipped because he was hurt with his Achilles. I took Crabtree and Le'Veon Bell because you obviously, I, you know, it's like that's mentality. Like, I don't care if these guys are hurt. This is dynasty. I'm not worried about this. Well, I mean, to kind of switch gears a little bit and and go to a rookie draft we did this past weekend. I got Charles Sims in the fourth round, end of the fourth round. It was almost yeah, last pick in the hurt. fourth round, just because he's hurt. I mean, it's a dynasty. I, I wanted to look long term here. I mean, I, I like the guy's talent, and I think that was great value. Yeah, and I agree. And you know, it's again, it's some. It's just hard for sometimes, no matter what the situation, is, for people to take hurt players. Right. I mean, where does Josh? You know, Josh Gordon slips in all these you know leagues now because of where he's at. But everything works out from here and out. He's he's excellent value. Uh, I don't trust Justin Blackman as far as I could throw him too. But right, how far does he slip? I mean, who's Who's really, I mean, where, when you get to a point in Dynasty Startup where you're like, all right, I guess I'll take Justin Blackman because there's, it'd be really late for me. I think when you're in the early 20s. When people start taking kickers? I think, I think in early 20s, he's a value if he's sitting there. If you get to round 20, I mean, you well, probably. run 20 round leagues. So yeah, I guess like one of the last picks in your league, you would definitely take like a Justin Blackman. Yeah. yeah. We run 30 man rosters, but right. that's, I see I a lot of Dynasty about yeah. 20. 
uh, and obviously we we again we here let's put it, let's start here too. I mean, start up a dynasty league. A lot of people say, how do I run a dynasty league? How should I do it? Everybody does it differently. The biggest proponent I'll say as well is run a deep league, man. Yeah. Run as many roster spots as you can because a thirty man roster it, it's going to keep those rookie picks more valuable. Right. It's going to make it's going to make the league emphasize on what it should be emphasized on because then people complain. Some people are like, oh, the raw the free agency isn't really available. Well, you know what? It shouldn't be. This is a dynasty league. You want to be on there, and you want everybody. The key to dynasty league, and the fun part is, it's GM. And you're like, well, it's as close as I can get to GM in a real team. Well, you know, in the NFL, there's not just you know guys out there in the waiver where you can sue over there and come in and help your team right away. So, I recommend, and not only that, when you run a smaller roster, you know, the first your dra- rookie draft picks aren't as valuable because. You don't there's, have room to carry those guys. And there's better guys on the waiver wire sometimes, too. Absolutely. So you want to keep the value of those rookies up. And to do that is have a bigger roster. For example, our league, we have a 30-man roster, and we have a two-year taxi squad. So all the rookies you can keep on your taxi squad for two years. You have the rights for them for two years. Take them up, take them down for two years. So our waiver wire is almost non-existent. And our rookie picks are extremely valuable. Like a first-round pick is like you're asking for gold, you know? right. right. And it makes it fun. It makes it way more exciting that way. And that's just, again, that's how we play. That's how we recommend it. Uh, our league's, you know, it's been going on for a very long time. It's been very successful. Uh, and, it's, again, it's just a, it's a good thing not to make it easy on everybody and make it a challenge because then when you do win, it's way more rewarding. Right. If you want to play easy fantasy football, then play with your family <laughs> and, you know, do a redraft every year. and Play and, with the guys at work. And dominate them, you know. If you want to play real fantasy football, get a get a dynasty league going and play with a bunch of people that are good and study. And what do you do? What do you, how are you doing here? Well, how we're going to attack it is because sitting there for thirty rounds seems pretty tedious, you know. Um, so we're we're on a two year plan to get our roster to thirty, then with the taxi squad. So our next year's draft is going to be a little bit deeper. We're going to have like a fifteen round draft or something. Give or take, I think we're going to do a 20, 21 round draft start up to draft. start up draft, and then like we're going to use the same premise, a six round rookie draft uh, in the in the off season. Uh, but the second season, we're going to add nine extra spots. So I believe that'll be we're going to have a fifteen round draft in year two oh, to nice. fill out the roster. So it's a, we're on a two year plan. To get the roster up approach. to thirty, so you'll so, actually have two drafts next year: a rookie draft and then like a. It's it's all going to be combined. Combined, it's going to be combined: that's rookies good, and free agents. That seems so. like a fun approach because then you have a free agent draft to expand right, rosters, exactly. which should be that should be a real fun draft. Like you get the yeah, first pick, cool. you're like, oh, I'm taking yeah some mid card guy, Greg Jennings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it'll be cool, but like, yeah, we 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 really sat and thought about. It. It's like, man, you know, thirty rounds to sit there plus. It would that's just six, be it's like six hours, right? That's it's a tedious, yeah, it man, is a grind. you know. So, I know, like, when we do because it, it was a redraft league that we'd done for years and years, and like you get to round like 18, man, and people are just like tapping out. A couple of people are rocked, you know, and stuff. So, it's like, <laughs> hey, it, 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 we just we went with 21. So, we're doing an 18 man active roster, three man taxi squad just to start, and then. Moving forward, it's going to be just, just how we're expanding. Yeah, just right. Expanding. We kind of, I mean, we did. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't start hit off 30. at thirty. No, right. right. So and that's a, and that's a really. If it does sound tedious, like a third to get there originally, Mike just explained to you how to make it not tedious. Start off with twenty one. Next year, have a free agency draft. That's a really good approach. It's a, it's a really good idea, Mike. I didn't, right. and because yeah, thirty rounds is pretty taxing. 
Uh, and yeah, and most people that like to drink it draft some of that gum. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're done, man. You know, hanging pretzels from their nipples. Right. Yeah, you know? like oh, I'm taking, I'm taking Barry Sanders. I'm like, all right, Billy. So yeah, that's yeah. Don't get stressed out. You know, when you're, you know, that you can't get to where you need to be roster size in year one, man. Just take the slow approach and just, especially with some of the guys like that might not have the, you know, some of the other like owners in the league, if they can't like maybe grasp it, if you're the dude running the league, just tell them, man, there's an end game here. Just follow my lead. And you know, we'll, we'll eventually get to 30, you know? Yeah. So. That's a good point. And you know, people ask me what rule, I mean, it's your, that's the best thing about a dynasty league. You can make your own rules. However you want to make them. There's no set rules. There's a lot of guidelines, tons of different leagues out there. Tons of different formats, and, man. You'll find what's bets. For you, and again, like do your draft, don't pigeonhole your league. Every year, have a vote. Anybody think anything should be added to this league? Anybody have any rule changes? Remember, I mean, you guys are all in this together for a long haul. If you're the commissioner, don't be like, oh, I'm the commissioner. This is it. You guys are in this together. And the, the way to keep a dynasty league going is that like, you guys are all on the same page and that everybody's happy. Um, again, my biggest selling point when it comes to dynasty football is this and how I know, and it's a growing market, and it's what, and, you know, it's, it's why we're here to help is. You have leagues where people are paying, like one of our leagues, it's $100 to buy in. People are paying $100 to buy in, knowing they have no chance whatsoever to win. 100 credits? 100, 100 credits. However you want to put it. Uh, and you know you have a good product in the hand when people will pay to lose. Because even in Dynasty, when you're losing, you're winning. Right, right. I mean, yeah, there are definitely teams that, every year go into it there's a couple of them that know they have no shot of winning the championship but they do fork over the money because it's it, a it's fun to build a team and, yes. and b they eventually see themselves getting back into the money i mean that's right. the way everyone and if you do it, it the right way you might be able to win a couple years in a row exactly or that's the hope that's, that's the, the hope, hope. Build, that's the hope that's where dynasty. you think right exactly and it's like man the way dynasty's going like all my leagues man it Baseball league, I've been doing a dynasty league for like eight or nine years. Our league, our fantasy football league for dynasty nerds, dynasty league. College football, dynasty league. And then this, this is my last one that was a redraft, the one that I run that we're switching to it's dynasty. The best way. It's so, form of fantasy. And, yeah, no more redrafts for this guy. And that's the thing. I mean, because it's all relative. If you're bad for three years, but then you're good and you're getting the money, and, or say you win like two out of three years, you, you made money. Right, and over, yeah, overall, you, those losing years are all worth it once you start, you know, pulling And you had fun. Exactly. That, that's uh, the bonus that's, on top. Yeah. yeah, so just if there's, like, if there's new people out there just getting in Dynasty, again, the number one things we can tell you is don't pigeon, pigeonhole yourself. Take best player available, uh, or at least pretty close to that area uh, of availability every year. Rookie draft, startup draft, that's how you build a winner. That's how you succeed. Right, and, and don't go exclusive all young. Mix, have a nice balanced roster. Absolutely. I mean, and Matt made some good points, you know, uh, early. You want where your first couple of picks, they have to be young, in their prime, impact players. Not risk, not high upside guys. Guys that will help your team right away. That's, I mean, that's like the basic, you know, core of your, your team then for the next few years. You know, perfect example, Trent Richardson, high upside guy. Just everybody thought for sure he was going to be good. And he was a first-round pick in a lot of dynasty startups, and boom, goes the dynamite. It happens, though. Yeah. I mean, you just got to prepare yourself. There's no guarantees in any in any form that you do, and guys that seem like for sure things. Yeah. 
aren't. I mean, every year, just knowing your rookie draft, probably, you know, in the first like two rounds, probably half of those guys are going to be busts. They sound great April through September, and then they just never and pan out. Your, your, it's yeah. just like dude, you're hoping they, to contribute. You know, a lot of times there's right. a couple superstars, a couple contributors, and you know, obviously, you know, the best, absolute best way to do it is stay on top of the game. Do your research, do your studying, which means get on DynastyNerds.com every day. Check out our ranking. Every day. Get on there and see, see, We're here to see, help. If, see if you see the, the, the daily article, see if that helps you. Get on there and check out the rankings. See how we're adjusting our rankings on a weekly basis and see where your team sits with those rankings. If you have one of those guys, why did this guy jump so high? Why did this guy drop so low? Watch uh, for yourself. I can't say it enough. Use things as guides, but you got to make your own opinions. Make your own opinions. I, yeah. Yes. Don't let other people make your own opinions make your opinion for you because then when that if it doesn't pan out then you're you're angry at that you know like oh why didn't i listen to what i was thinking listen to my gut i went with you know this guy you know yeah, and you're gonna have hits wrong. you're gonna have misses i mean i took dexter mccluster in the first round i mean you're gonna have you're gonna have hits you're gonna have misses you just gotta live with it you gotta take the ups you gotta take with the downs uh, not everybody's right all the time. I mean, it's just, it's impossible. Nobody's right all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to tell you guys that we love. And, I'm mostly right. Yeah. You know, but not all the time. Well, like, you're always right. I'm always right. Who am I kidding? I consider myself mostly right. That's why I'm one of the you know, top mm. guys at the game. But yeah, I mean, you can listen to me, but again, I'm not going to be right all the time either. So it's, it's, it's again, but you know, the more work, the more work you put in, the more time you put in, the more times you're going to be right. And it's football. So it's fun. And that's, what we're all, yeah. and, that, and that's the main reason to do it. It's, it's fantasy football. It's dynasty fantasy football. Yeah, it's, not, it's fun. It's not a fantasy work. And if you ever need, if you ever have any questions, you know, hop on dynastynerds.com, hop on the forum. We have a great community on there. It answers everybody's questions to give you their opinions. Besides ours, it's actually dynasty players out in the world. They're giving you back their feedback, what they think. Use that. If you have any questions, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Dynasty Rich. I am at Dynasty Matt. At Dynasty Nerd Mike. You can follow, you know, you can post them on Facebook. If you like us on Facebook, you post them on Facebook. Uh, the site's Twitter handle is at Dynasty Nerds. There's never been a question that we have not answered on the site as well. Um, so use that. Use social media to make your team better. Uh, use social media to help you form your opinions and go with what you think's best. If you like what somebody's saying, then you go, you know, and that, that helps, you know, mold your opinion. Go with it. And that's the best way to build opinions and stay up top of the game. Check the rankings, build a good team, best player available. Take a really good time that early. And that's how it's done. And take a quarterback late. Oh, yeah. All right. And draft anyone from the Hurricanes. No, <laughs> Where's our Alan Hearns uh, update of the week? Uh, he, hey, looking, he's looking good. He uh, is yeah, looking good. Yeah, he is. He might possibly. He, he started start, that second preseason yeah, game. Yeah, he I, might start week I one. Sure and I promise this against anybody in the fantasy football world. I guarantee it. That at Mike, at Dynasty Nerd Mike, is the first person that's been pimping Alan Hearns since day one. It's very true. First person. Very person. Yeah. I, I promise it. So, yeah, and I know, guys, that's our uh, that's for this year. I'm sure we'll get back into this probably next year again. But uh, that's our Dynasty Nerd Startup. We'll be back again next week. Uh, from now on, we're going to be doing two shows a week. We'll record them every Tuesday uh, after the Monday night games from here on out. And we'll have a show come out Wednesday and Thursday from here on out for the rest of the year. Unless we change it from Wednesday and Friday. But for sure, we have a show, the Redraft uh, Weekend Review show on Wednesdays, which we'll do uh, the Weekend Review. And then our Thursday show, we'll probably do, and we'll do our starts, our sits, our sleepers of the week is what we'll be doing on our Thursday show. So, a redraft, sh- or we can review and what we learned from that week and 
how we're going to benefit to make our teams better. And the Thursday show will be like our starts and sit show for the week and the kind of sleeper episode. Uh, so both will both help you out tremendously. Again, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate all the positive feedback, and we will talk to you next week. Enjoy the weekend. All right, thanks, See guys. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.